What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. I hope you're having a beautiful day. This is going to be episode 225, entitled The Alien Apocalypse of Enoch Is the End Near? And uh, I've got a good episode for you today. This one comes very honestly after a lot of struggle in the last couple of weeks, guys. So I just want to level with everyone that uh, things have not been good. And I know that that is probably your case as well. Things have gone to absolute shit with the economy, with relationships, with friendships, um, with your own thoughts and feelings about yourself. There's been some deep shadow work going on. Um, and I'm freaking tired of it. Let me just be like really, really for real honest. I am tired of shadow work. I'm tired of having to dig within. I'm tired of battling demons. I am freaking exhausted. And if you are too, then welcome today. This is going to be a safe space to just kind of relax um, and really talk about something that, that is actually really important. And that is the alien apocalypse. Um, and, and are we near the end? Like, are we actually entering a timeline where the world ends, where it changes so, like it ends and it changes so much and it, we actually have a rebirth. Um, are we at the end of that cycle? Now there's a lot of different prophecies that say we are. There's a lot of different religious traditions that say we're absolutely at the beginning. Some say we're at the end. Uh, the Mayan calendar ended in 2012 and I don't think you have to look very far back to realize that the world is a whole different beast since 2012. Um, and in fact, it's a whole different beast since 2020. Um, and I have been awakened in a way that is not comfortable. It's not easy. I agreed to give everything up for my life's work. Um, and I've been met with literally nothing but opposition to that. Um, it is only by the grace of God that I have been able to continue what I'm doing. Uh, people think that they're just playing around when they're, they're jerks to me. Um, it's not easy guys. It's not easy. If you have people that think they're being your friends, um, and they're treating you like crap, get the hell away from them. Get away from them. I'm just going to tell you that don't, you don't need that in your life. You don't need that in your energy. You need honest, kind people. Um, you don't need people that think that they are somehow in charge of keeping you accountable. You're in charge of keeping yourself accountable. Um, I've been met with too many church groups that say, oh, iron sharpens iron. We got to make sure each other. No, guys, no. You do you and you support other people. That's what we should be doing. So, um, yeah, I use MidJourney, Chris, by the way. Um, I've got like a business uh, account on there where you get like thousands of images a month and you can license them and all of that. So um, you can start it for free. I'm not partnered with them, but I really like MidJourney. I get some cool images out of it. I'm on a beta right now with V5 um, to do some really cool artwork. Um, of course, I program everything with prompts. Not everybody gets the same quality images I do. It's taken me a long time to perfect what I get. But if anyone's interested, um, I'm, I'm willing to share share the, the secret sauce or prompts or whatever. So you're welcome to use my prompts. So Well, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Chris says, they're really cool. Thank you. I've got some new t-shirts coming out very soon that I'll be sharing with you guys that have a bunch of my artwork on it if you like it. Esoteric, what is up? How are you? Um, Zach, what's up, brother? How are you doing, my friend? Uh, George, welcome. So anyway, the message today is we're, we're literally going to jump in and we're going to read chapter five of the book of Enoch. Now, as I shared yesterday, we are in the book of Enoch a part of a larger canon of the books of Enoch. So the next one will be the book of Noah, and then there's some fragments of the books of Enoch. And so this one, we're in chapter five of the core basic book of Enoch. Uh, whenever you hear someone refer to the book of Enoch, this is most likely the one they're referring to, and we're gonna read some more of the obscure things uh, within the canon of the collection of the books of Enoch. And I say canon not as the biblical canon, but as the canon of, uh, these are kind of the texts that were found together and they were lumped together. Not all written by the same person, by the way. So, take them with a grain of salt. Somebody told me that the other day. Oh, uh, Book of Enoch should be taken with a grain of salt. Sure, so should the Bible. Because it doesn't do anything for you if you 
you know, just try to dogmatically believe it. You got to take it with a grain of salt. And by the way, you need a lot of grains of salt or you won't understand anything that's going on in the world. You'll understand it from a certain point of view. And I'm going to give you proof of that today because we're going to understand that back when this book was written, this book of Enoch was written, uh, they were looking for penance. They were looking for their enemies to be, um, to be challenged, to be conquered, to be reigned over. Um, and ultimately just to be punished. And they were looking to blame this on whatever they could. By the way, we're all looking to do that. Like, I, I totally, totally understand that. We're all looking for the same type of, uh, we'll, we'll call it a scapegoat, right? Um, I do everything I can to be successful. I do everything I can to love others. I do everything, but I still don't, dot, dot, dot. Well, it's the demon's fault. Well, it's uh, people casting spells on me. I got people casting spells on me like y'all wouldn't believe, okay? And I went to war today. I went to war today, okay? I went to my war room, my war closet, my garage, and I paced around, and I did a good hour of war. Um, and I'm talking about, I spoke spells, I created using the magic of the universe, God's magic. I spoke against things that are keeping me down, against dark entities, against hexes, curses, karma, anything that is keeping me down, guys. It's all real. And we think that if we just have faith and we just go to our day job and hope for the best, everything will get better. And I'm here to tell you guys it hasn't. In fact, it's gotten a whole hell of a lot worse. And it's going to get worse. And you have to take action. You have to start casting spells or prayers, whatever you want to call them. Speak and spell. The gospel is the God spell. Why do you think the play is called God spell? They're trying to tell you something. It's all spells. It's all spells and counter spells. We know that from every esoteric document we read, yet we argue, no, 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 you just have to have faith. You just have, guys, I'm telling you, anyone that tells you that has not gone to war. And I'm talking about spiritual warfare here. I'm talking about the war within. I'm talking about the apocalypse is here. What is that Imagine Dragons song that says, this is the apocalypse. That's where we're at. In your timeline, in my timeline, where we are in the world right now. Now, I'm not a doomsdayer saying it's all over tomorrow. Don't even try. No, I'm saying the war is won and fought right now within you. You have to conquer your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and build literal spiritual energies around you with the source of God within you. The source of God that loves you, the source of God that is spirit. Jesus said he's in spirit and in truth. No man stood before the Father. That's why I put these things behind me to remind you that there are real entities, whether we create them, whether they were there from the beginning, whether they were mythologies first and real second, we don't know. But we know there's Elohim, and they are not always nice. They are not always fair. They are not always loving or kind. And they do favor certain people over others. The God source is neutral. It is truth and love. You approach it in truth and love. By the way, if you're pissed off, you can approach it and be pissed off. And I'm just being real with you guys today. I know I have a weird energy, but I, I've made a commitment to show up here for real every day. I'm not showing up here to like duh, 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 tickle your ears. I'm showing up to be real. And I showed up today and I'm a little pissed off. I'm pissed off because I've been fighting so damn hard to win. I cannot get ahead. I keep getting further behind. You do too. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You got more bills than ever. You go to the store and you drop a hundred bucks on nothing. A hundred bucks that lasts your family 48 hours of food and resources. And it's criminal what they're doing to us. And I'm not saying they as in a certain, you know, whatever, this entity or that or government or whatever. I'm talking about they, these things, the gods of this world. Truth, Deb says, absolutely. Marlene says, exactly. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Why hasn't y'all been punished yet? Surely he is one of the fallen. 
So here's what I want to reveal to you, Breath Surfer. Great name, by the way. Love that. Love that. Hang loose. Surf that breath. Lots of breath work. Love it. He's not one of the fallen angels because he's one that named the fallen angels. The fallen angels. You've been lied to about who the fallen angels are. I can prove it with the text over and over and over. It scares the shit out of people when I say it. Jesus is a fallen angel. Enki is a fallen angel. By the way, if you're a light worker and you want good in the world, you're a fallen angel. You're at least a Nephilim. You're a hybrid. You're half monkey, half God. I don't have to prove that. Our science proves that. The Bible proves that. The Sumerian tablets prove that. The pyramids prove that. Yeah, the Father doesn't do punishment. Exactly. The Father doesn't do punishment. And that's where it is a neutral source of creation that we can interact with. And when we're in a negative vibration and we're interacting within the system of these entities and we put ourselves in lack, I don't have enough, I can't, I won't, I hate this, I hate that. We're not in a neutral creative state. And you got a lot of people online telling you you need to raise your vibration, get in a high vibe. Guys, sometimes half the battle is just get into the neutral state of co-creation with the father spirit, with the mother spirit, as the child spirit yourself. Uh, Allah says only the father enlightened me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Digging the dew today, Tyler says. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm actually going to be coming back. I'm going and getting my hair cut today, and I'm doing the Tibetan monk cut. So it's going... I'm going to rock the beard. and I do that, by the way, when I need to reset me. When I need to step back into warrior status. Y'all need to do that, too, by the way. A haircut is a dang good way to reset yourself. Because we've got sometimes those outward signs that something internally has changed and alchemized and we stepped into a status. I stepped into a status today because I went through crap that I didn't deserve. The last two weeks I've gone through a lot of crap that I don't I don't deserve. And you did too. And there's a whole lot coming up in the world. If we don't step up and step into light, we're gonna suffer a lot. Start fresh, absolutely. Again, this is not like some doomsday message. I don't like being that guy, but I'm telling you, if I can feel it and if I'm getting absolutely, absolutely down on my knees, then you're going to have to too, okay? And I'm not talking about, you know, on my knees at some deity that like, please don't kill me, please don't crush me. Like I said that today, like I know you can crush me, God of this world, but I don't agree to it. And I create with my prayer, with my energies, with my agreement, with the spirit of the Father, who I went to in some anger. I went to the Father with a little bit of anger today. Why is this happening to me? Why do I keep going through this? Why is the economy such crap right now? Why? That's okay. Find out what true humanity is. Absolutely, Katie. Absolutely. Kathy, excuse me. Sorry, Kathy. Tiny name here on the little iPhone. So, um, But yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I got in touch with my humanity today. Like, my humility. Like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of losing. Like, I keep getting knocked out. And I get up. And I get up. And I get up. And I can do this all day. And at a certain point, I'm tired. I'm so tired. And I'm ready to interact with God as love and light and as a neutral creative force that wants to work through me, bless the world through me. And I had to go to him today and say, if you want me to keep doing this, I have to have your help. I have to have your creative spirit step into me. Give me the ideas. Give me the actions. Give me the spirit that I need to succeed so I can help more people. I came here to help people, to help rescue more people. 
Because I'm telling you, you don't stand a chance against these things. The only way you stand a chance is if you stand in truth. And truth is God. And truth does not go to a church. Truth does not go to a religion or a tradition or claim a certain name. Truth is one. God is one. Somebody says, my grandfather was hellfire and brimstone, a pistol packing preacher. And one thing that he said to my father, which has stuck with me, was tribulation is what makes uh, a man. I tend to agree. I will say there's a purifying fire that you go through. There is a purifying fire that you go through. And I don't want you guys to go through it alone. That's why I'm here. That's why I show up every day. That's why my community is here. We have our soul tribe. If you have not checked out our patron tribe, it's the Supernatural Patron Tribe. Go check it out. It's on my website, www.cubkuker.com. We've got a ton of people in there ready to welcome you. I will welcome you personally. I welcomed several people yesterday, several people the day before. And if you vibe with what I'm talking about and you're tired of doing it on your own, we talk about everything from Jesus to God to the Gnostic, Gnostic scriptures, to aliens, to paranormal, to ghosts, energies, magic, whatever you want to talk about, we talk about in there. So please consider joining that. That's how I show up here every day. That's how I make a living. Because I will tell you right now, these platforms are run by these things. And they are not helping good, honest creators right now. I'm telling you that. I can prove that. I love the platforms. I get a voice. I'm, I'm very thankful to be here. But I'm telling you, I went from making a good, you know, a decent living, being able to buy groceries from what I made on the platforms to zero overnight. And a lot of, a lot of players in this space of spirituality, same thing. Boom. In fact, I talked to two other brothers today in the same situation I've been going through. Struggling, fighting the good fight, trying to build something real keep getting hit with rule and regulation and demonetization over and over and over. Guys, you wouldn't believe the string of demonetization videos I got this last week. It's, again, it, it, it's, it's criminal. It's not right that we can put this much content out and get as many views as we do and get completely ignored financially by these platforms. They're making plenty. But I'm, I'm revealing to you, these, these guys are in charge. I'm not talking about the guy that created the platform. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about that's how the world is run. It's run on the Archon system. It's run on the Beast system. Uh, kudos is 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm glad, glad you guys are vibing on this today. Thank you. By the way, anybody that joins our tribe today, if you don't like it, I got a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can get your money back. All you have to do is email me. I'll give it to you back. But I've never done that. We've had people that have been in there for almost 11 months now. Not one person has asked for their money back. So I literally like back it up. This whole community, we got a ton of our Soul Tribe members in this community today. So please consider if you're tired of doing it alone and you vibe with this and you want some encouragement, we do live calls every Saturday where we literally Zoom with each other spend an hour talking amongst the community with me. I do a short lesson and we go over everything. We have challenges every Monday that last the whole week. Continued conversation, Q&As, behind the scenes content. You can't go wrong. Like it's, nobody's offering the value I am for 19 bucks a month. So go check it out, respect. Thank you very much, Goose. So chapter five, observe ye how the trees cover themselves with green leaves and bear fruit Wherefore, give ye heed and know with regard to all his works and recognize how he liveth forever hath made them so. And all his works go on thus from year to year forever and all the tasks which they accomplish for him and their tasks change not but according to how God has ordained them to do so. And behold, how the sea and the rivers in like manner accomplish and change not their tasks from his commandments. Now, I want to reveal what's going on here. The author of this, 
which is attributed to Enoch. It wasn't actually Enoch. It's called Pseudepigrapha, which is the Greek uh, word, which means, hey, I'm going to write under a pen name. I'm going to be Enoch and speak in the tradition of Enoch and try to reveal what was going on back then. Maybe this person had special knowledge. Maybe they had a reason uh, to do it, to try to prove a point. We don't know. By the way, a lot of the Bible is the same way. So with this, we're observing how you get trees with green leaves and fruit. Um, we heard already where they literally talked about evergreen trees, how there's certain types of trees that never lose their leaves. They're green all the time. Keep spreading the message. Grace says, thank you, Grace. God bless you, my friend. By the way, thank you guys on YouTube that have uh, done the super chats. Those help greatly. Stars on Facebook help greatly. Gifts on TikTok. Thank you guys. I saw several people giving those. Thank you all. I really appreciate that. And then we get into this part where you're going to see this deity or the penman um, of this, this document, uh, purportedly Enoch, um, passing a judgment on the wicked, ensuring that the elect and righteous would rise, and uh, literally condemning these fallen angels. Now, how can I talk about Jesus being a fallen angel, you and me being Nephilim or, or hybrid? Um, because again, it's all there. Literally the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, spoiler alert. Um, if you haven't seen it, here's a little spoiler. There is a character in it called the High Evolutionary who is doing chimeric genetic modification. Okay, He's literally taking animals and putting his genetics in them trying to create better brains, better operating systems, and speed up evolution. That is literally the same story that comes out of the Sumerian tablets and the Babylonian creation myth that details the Anunnaki gods Enlil and Enki, two half-brothers. One of them is the Lord of the Command. One is the Lord of the Water. Lord of the Water is Anki. He's also the Lord of Magic. Literally the same archetype as Jesus Christ. Um, and Lil decides to destroy humanity after they've terraformed the planet. They took the animals that were here. They started doing genetic modification on the hominid that was here or the monkey that was here. Put uh, better DNA, splicing everything, helping evolution speed up over about 450,000 years, according to these Sumerian tablets and the original mythologies. I did not make this up. You can go read this in documents like the Enuma Elish, look at more Sumerian tablets, the Sumerian King tablets, um, a lot of the early cuneiform tablets depict these things. You can even see this depicted in Egyptian mythology as well. All of this got adopted into the Christian Bible that you're used to reading today. Okay, again, I didn't make that up. You can go listen to scholars and stuff, debate it all day long. I just look at the whole breadth of work to try to understand the difference between an Elohim, a God, an angel, and the spirit of God, the trinity, the alchemy of the self, higher consciousness. What does all of that have to do with each other? Um, what movie, you ask? Um, it's called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's the new Marvel movie. Um, I'm not affiliated with them. I'm a huge Marvel nerd. The Eternals is liter literally about the Sumerian creation myth. It literally goes back to the gardens of Babylon. You can see the original Elohim, which are the Eternals, who are not real. Spoiler alert. They're actually engineered technology, which if you study these things, they are part biologic and part technologic. They don't have emotions like we do. They run things based on operating systems, algorithms, and AIs. They can speak telepathically. Um, this is not new stuff, guys. I'm just putting it all together for you. Um, you can see this everywhere. So. Inky and Jesus are not the same archetype. Inky is an archon. Jesus is not. Actually, that is not true, Kathy. So Inky um, is, he's basically the Lucifer character, the the savior helping humanity. He's, he's very similar to like the Enoch character. Uh, and in fact, there's a Sumerian counterpart to the Enoch character. Um, there's a Sumerian counterpart to the Noah character. 
Um, so Enki is kind of the original archetype, maybe even the original entity uh, behind the Savior, um, behind Jesus, behind Buddha, behind Krishna, kind of you know manifesting from the God source and understanding things on a higher perspective to try to give humanity a chance. So maybe not the same entity, but very, very similar. Um, and he's only an archon if you look at it from a certain point of view. If you view like Enlil or Yahweh as the most high God, then yeah, you'd probably lump them into archon land. Um, but if you're looking at these, all of them as Elohim who genetically modified humanity, who moved evolution along, um, and then a war broke out amongst them, which we see even in biblical canon, um, then you're going to kind of understand that Enki is pretty cool, dude. Um, wasn't always perfect, um, which is blasphemy if you say that about Jesus, but you got 18 years of Jesus' life where you don't know what he was doing. You don't know who he was. You don't even know where he was. He was in India, by the way. Um, but anyway, that, that's neither here nor there, so... Uh, Shaleen says, you've changed my life, bro. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I thought Inky was Satan, actually. And Lil is the, the Hebrew word, Hasatan, is where we get uh, Satan from. And so the Satan archetype is Enlil. He's the one that accuses humanity of being horrible. And hey, Enlil's the one that orders the flood, by the way. And in the Bible, it's God. But it's the Old Testament God. And people are always like, why did God change between the Old Testament and the New Testament? He didn't. That God is still the same. That God is just not the true God. That what Jesus was speaking of within a, a God of father, mother, child, the alchemy of the self, the spirit, the soul. All as one God is within us. Like that God's source energy is already within us. It's around us. We can create with it. We can pray to it. We can receive from it. We can create through it. Um, it's this substance, this substratum of spirit and truth that we can interact with that is intelligent. It does love us. It does want to communicate and interact with us. We just have to know how. And the Christian church does not teach how to interact with it. It teaches how to worship these. And, I, and that's a very unpopular opinion that I share here. It really teaches you how to worship Yahweh how to worship Yael the Baoth or Enlil, these other Archons, these other Elohim or lower G gods, um, who are, again, they can crush you. They could take care of our whole planet in one if they wanted to. Um, but they do have some divine order. There are different divine councils. There are different galactic federations. There's a galactic federation of light. There's a negative alien agenda. These things are part of the negative alien agenda. Uh, they run the matrix. They run Maya in the Hindu. Uh, they're the ones that unfolded through their evolutionary technology this whole illusion that we experience. And they're able to terraform, create planets, create species, do whatever they want, really. They have free reign uh, through their algorithms and their intelligence uh, to do whatever they want in the universe. And they're supposed to be serving the truth and the spirit of God. But a lot of them have broken out of that agreement. And you see a lot of that judgment going on here. But again, you don't, we don't understand what side of the equation it's on because sometimes we read in apocalyptic literature like what I'm about to read right now. And I got to hurry up because I got to go get a haircut. Um, what I'm about to read right now, you're going to see the judgment of the angels and men because you saw that angels and humanity started interbreeding well, we know that Anki had a bunch of part children with human women. So he would con be considered a fallen angel in the Enochian mythology, the Book of Enoch mythology. So we just have to understand this from a bigger, 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 bigger point of view rather than trying to understand the verbatim of this person is that person. Like understand the characters and then you'll understand the characters within you, like your own mythological story of the self. So... Um, let's see. Asa said, sorry, I missed your answer. If you responded, what was your question? I'm sorry. Probably missed it. I got all these little, uh, smartphones running. So do I have a YouTube series or anything? I want to learn everything I can. Yes, I do. Asa, um, over on my YouTube channel at Cub Cooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R. Um, you can go watch. I've got like every podcast all in a playlist over there and you can go find them by subject. Um, and then honestly joining the community, 
uh, not just a sales pitch, but if you really, really want to learn and work on yourself within a safe community, please, please, please come join us. Don't wait another day. Uh, we're going to have a call Saturday. Even if you're not available on Saturdays to do the calls, they're recorded and I'll take into account your questions. I even respond with videos to people. So you get a lot of access to the community there. We get a lot deeper on this stuff, like digging into it together. So um, really trying to develop each person's individual Ascension protocol so we can all positively co-create with that creator spirit. So by the way, the Native Americans believed in this creative spirit uh, probably more purely than anyone on the planet, I think, because they live so perfectly with nature and commune so perfectly with the spirits of nature. So um, let's see, UFO Mentality says, where are you really from? I don't know. People, I literally have uh, have had people say um, that I'm from another planet. So I don't know. I probably am, but I'm here. I'm here now. So I had another YouTuber make a whole series on me and talk about like, look at the gills in his eyes. He's he's an alien. He's from another planet. And I was like, okay, go ask my mama. I don't think that that was a fun day when I was born at ten thirty at night rushed to the hospital emergency c-section i was definitely born here so anyway uh steven swartz says we all are yeah we really are we are all star seeds uh when you look at um when you look at the original mythologies you understand that we're all hybrids in the first place so uh snub says you're broadcasting from Enlil's vessel i'm broadcasting from anki's vessel and lil is the bad guy um according to the mythology so um not even bad so much as just incredibly pragmatic pre-programmed more of the ai intelligence unfeeling just does what's necessary not what's right and i'd rather do what's right even if it's hard um I have not been that way my whole life, but I definitely try to live that way now. And that's just where my heart is. So, uh, Shane says, I'm very interested in studying who Yahshua was in the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. And read, read the Sumerian mythologies to understand that. Read the Yoga of Jesus by Yogananda um, to really understand that Jesus had a message from the Orient. Um, literally, I mean, there's so many things that he said. Um like that you must be born again. There's a Hindu tradition in the Indian mystic tradition called second birth. Um, that's where he got, you got to be born again. That's what he was teaching. They had never heard this. He said that to Nicodemus and Nicodemus is like, oh, so I got to go back into my mother's womb, be reborn. That doesn't make any sense. And literally Jesus is like, dude, you got to have the second birth. You got to be born again. And so... We don't understand that translation. The second birth is when an Indian child goes to the initiation process and a guru will open up their third eye, align their chakras and allow them to have a God experience and be reborn as a spiritual self, even getting a new name in some traditions. Uh, when then you get in Revelation where we get a new name, everybody gets a stone with their name. You get all this symbolism that comes out of Eastern mysticism. When I say that, I'm called a heretic, and it's from people that are ignorant of the data of where it actually came from. There's another great book by Bob Peck, good friend of mine, called Original Sin is a Lie. You go check that out. It's on his website, OriginalSinIsALie.com. He doesn't know I'm promoting him, but go surprise him, buy a bunch of his books. Uh, that would really help him out. So, um, And he puts two and two together beautifully. He was a scholar, or is a scholar. He's really, really incredibly knowledgeable uh do i think nibiru is coming yeah actually i do i think that's why we have all of the earth energy shifts and shakes and stuff and i think what we're about to read here in enoch has already come and here it is again and nibiru is on i think it's a 30 i can't remember how many um nibiru orbit can't remember how many years it is but um even NASA has a whole article on hypothetical planet X, which is uh, has an elongated orbit beyond Pluto object, which researchers have nicknamed planet X. So it's weird that that like NASA literally admits that that might be a thing. And then you have people like Zachariah Sitchin in the 12th planet talking about that. 
The Lost Book of Enki by Zachariah Sitchin. I just picked up in Santa Fe, New Mexico, so this is a blessed book for me. I've been reading it, and it will blow your mind. Read this in tandem with the Yoga of Jesus, and you're going to start to understand a whole different level of all of this. And if you want to read it with us and have active discussion with us, join into our patron tribe and uh we're, we talk about this stuff all the time over there so yeah born of spirit again absolutely and that's what the hindu tradition is about it's the spiritual birth with a new name you have a god realization moment and now you're new like you really like really really it's not just a ritual it is now more in the modern times but, but way back when it was like a ritual that actually led to an experience that actually opened a third eye that actually aligned you we have so many dissonant frequencies on our planet now, even in remote parts of the world, it's getting harder and harder and harder to have these moments of these quantum God realizations. It is not impossible. It just means you have to be deeper committed to it. So I saw I got a bounce. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking. Yes. Awesome. I will welcome you over there. Um, so yeah, I'll look for you. Um, and then I'll, uh, I'll hit you up tonight over there. So thank you very much. Look forward to having you there. Um, and anybody else, I'll make sure and hit you up over there too. Um, and Saturday is going to be great. So don't miss the call Saturday or at least watch the recording if you get a chance. And I'll try to answer your questions as well. So uh, thank you, my brother. Appreciate you, man. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, read this. So, um, but yeah, this orbit, um, I'm trying to remember, um, is... Oh, yeah, space.com says Nibiru is not connected to Planet X, but then you have a NASA article on Planet X. So, um, yeah, it's they just literally put information out there to confuse you. I mean, again, you have to understand the core of all of this stuff. And um, I know that I am blasphemous scientifically with all of this, but is there a possible other planet? For sure. If there's not another planet, then I don't think it matters. Maybe it was destroyed. Maybe it never existed. Maybe all the energies we have going on on the planet now is just because that's where our Earth is in in its timeline. So um, anyway, so da, 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 da. okay, yeah, absolutely. N A S A literally means to deceive. Da, da, da. I mean, yeah, I don't like to go there because. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but, but, anyway, so, but ye, ye have not been steadfast, nor done the commands of the Lord. Now, remember, the Lord here is not like, it's not always God most high. Like, you know, there, any, anyone who's in charge is a Lord. And these things, when they're running around the earth and they have their different tribes and civilizations, literally in Genesis, it talks about each tribe was given to a different Elohim, a different God. That literally says it in the Bible. So anyone that's like, no, the Bible says this. Like literally, it, it says that in your Bible, that there are multiple gods that own multiple different tribes. They're in charge. They're the leader of different tribes. It's right there. You can go read it. So, um, so this is talking about the commandments of the Lord. Most likely Lord and Lil here, the Lord of the command. Um, again, I don't know, but most likely. So, uh, ye have been turned away and spoken proud and hard words with your impure mouths against his greatness. Oh, ye hard hearted, ye shall find no peace. Now, do you notice like just the point of view that this is read? If you read this like, oh, this is the divine word of God. This is, this is talking about, you know, the God of Jesus. This is talking about the true God. This is a terrifying document. But if you read this, and you understand that like this Lord it might be the Lord of the command at the time. It could be a cultural God. Um, this could just be a complete mythology. Like we don't know. So we kind of read it from a neutral place of understanding that whatever this entity is and whoever is scribing this is not happy with how people have been acting towards it. Therefore, you shall extricate your days and the years of your life shall perish, and the years of your destruction shall be multiplied in external, in eternal excreation. Um, that's not a word we use very often. And ye shall find no mercy. And in those days ye shall make your names an eternal execration. Execration, that's the word, now that I read it four different times. 
into all unrighteousness. So execration means, because I guarantee you we don't all know what this means, and I know I don't, um, an act of cursing or denouncing, execration. Okay, so your name shall be an act of cursing or denouncing unto all the righteousness, uh, or unto all the righteous. So basically, like, the righteous, from this point of view, will be cursing your names. And this is talking about the angels, by the way. This is like essentially judging the fallen angels here and any of the children of the fallen angels, which are considered blasphemous. They're considered um, to be a curse to uh, the godly people or the ones that fall in line. So again, I don't know. I can't prove this. I don't know. I don't know which point of view this is from. I don't know if this is one of the good guys talking or one of the bad guys. I can't prove any of that, but I can just look at it and try to give you a neutral point of view, which I think is what we should all adopt for this, a neutral point of view to try to get like an even playing field and understand what all this means. In those days, you shall make your names an eternal execration unto all the, uh, all the righteous. And by you shall all who curse, curse, and all the sinners and godless shall imprecate by you. And for you, the godless, there shall be a curse. So um, to imprecate too, I wanted to bring that up because I found this really interesting. Uh, when you imprecate, it's to utter a curse or invoke evil against someone or something. I've had a lot of people try to invoke evil on me. And I will tell you the weird thing, the weird thing is that they literally have been doing it in the name of God. Like, they're like, in the name of God, may you not be blah, blah, blah. May you be punished. May you whatever. And it's like, what are you, what God are you talking about? Because that ain't my God. Like, I'm going to tell you right now that there's something weird about that. So it's funny that this document says that because people are still imprecating by their gods, depending on what side of the equation you're on here. So I think that's really, really interesting. Um, and then as we move on, it says, and all the blank, we're missing a part of it there, shall rejoice. I'm assuming it's probably all the righteous shall rejoice. So we literally see here, it's like, hey, those that are not on our side are going to be punished. And if you are on our side, you're going to be lifted up and blessed. That's like literally what this is saying right here. Um, and there shall be forgiveness of sins. Everybody wants that. And every mercy and peace and forbearance, there shall be salvation unto them, a goodly light. And for all you sinners, there shall be no salvation. But on you all shall abide a curse. But for the elect, there shall be a light and joy and peace, and they shall inherit the earth. Now, again, this is a very convenient thing to want. Um, why do their prayers uh, against us work? Great question, an interesting fellow. Um, because they get in our head, they get in our thoughts, which hits our feelings, and our feelings manifest actions, and then it, it literally disrupts the vibration of our reality. Part of what we're here on earth for is to endure the tests of these entities to overcome. Jesus said, if you overcome the world as I have overcome, um, and so that's part of what we're here for. Like, we just have to overcome. Like, we're going to go through shit in our life, and we got to deal with it, overcome it, Use the God source energy within us and around us and through us, all three, um, to positively co-create with it. Um, and I believe that ultimately brings uh, success, blessings, all the things that we look for. Though it may look like it happens a lot faster for people that are not necessarily that good or they just do whatever they want. And they don't care how they get their money or whatever. They, they don't care who they screw or how they do business or whatever, we've all seen that, right? Like we all know what that looks like. All you have to do is look at the news to look at the latest scam of somebody that ran away with billions of dollars from innocent people. Um, you know, there's literally things that have been going on in different markets that, um, in fact, you know, I, I could talk about one right now that I won't, uh, that, that is kind of close to my heart and has uh, aggravated me to no end. Um, but I won't, I won't talk about that just for, uh, out of, out of honor. I won't, I won't mention, uh, any companies that have been involved in anything like that. So, um, but you just got to be careful guys, be careful where, uh, you put your faith, your time, your money, 
Um, I think we all know, like from 2020, a lot of people counted on their jobs and thought that um, organizations or entities that had taken care of them in the past would continue. And things changed and people were let go and bye-bye and, oh, sorry, we can't keep you. Oh, we're going to furlough you. By the way, we care, we care about the workers here, but the first thing to go, not the profits, the people. Not the profits, the people. Y'all know I'm right. They don't give a damn about you. Because they're run by these. Not conspiracy. You can see it. You can tell that even from your well-intended boss that he's got a boss and he's got a boss and he's got a boss. And whoever's at the very top they got a boss and I can point up. We need to quit pointing up for God and down for Satan. And we need to remember that we live in hell already. We live in a lower plane of existence here. My iPhone's about to die here. Uh, it's like there's a power vampire in it. So, um, we got to remember that all the gods are still floating around above us. They're still in the ether, right? So where is the true God? Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within you. We got to bring that forth. We got to all come together and come into agreement that we can bring that forth a whole lot more. We can be the hands and feet of God in the world. Uh, and I love talking about all the alien stuff and the archons and all the cool conspiracies. But at the end of the day, I want to see the world be a better place. We need disclosure. Yes. Yes. We need disclosure, absolutely. Um, so, have I read the, the Bible entirely? Yes. Yes, I have. Multiple times. Uh, I actually used to be a student of um, becoming a pastor in multiple different faith traditions. So, um, yeah, I've read, I've read it backwards, forwards, upside down. Uh, there's people that are more scholarly than me. I'm not saying I'm that smart with it, but I do have enough to understand where this fits into everything. So anyway, I'm going to leave it there for today because I was, I want you to understand that everybody, everybody is worshiping some God. Everybody's worshiping some beast. Some people think that their God is the most high God and it's not. Some people think that they're not even worshiping a God and they are. It's all worship. It's all speak and spell. It's all God spell. It's all run and terraformed and modified and set into motion. But there is a deep, deep, deep truth. And you don't have to be religious. You don't have to be anything for it other than open, loving, and willing to receive. And it is that spirit, the God spirit, the God in quantum, the God in Ruach, the God in whatever you want to call it. It's often been defined as father, mother, child. You have a creative energy or source that comes into you that lights up all your cells, that literally animates you, gives you consciousness. You have the divine feminine, the receipt of that, your willingness to just receive it and be charged and powered by it. And you are the child as a co-creator and a birth product of those energies coming together. And it's beautiful. Uh, yes. Can I expand on the connections between God's way and the alien programming? Okay. So alien programming is always going to look, it's always going to look like profit. It's always going to look like pragmatism. It's always going to look like, oh, this is necessary. Um, it's always going to look, uh, it's going to look like dogma and doctrine. Um, and when I tell my friends and family, you're worshiping an alien God, that's gotten me a lot of heat. Well, but when you're defending a script and you're going, no, this is the most high God, but you don't look that most high God, according to some scriptures and traditions, unalived millions of babies, millions of people, lots of animals. Why do you have to literally prepare a barbecue for your God? Because that God needs you, Adam or Eve, with authority over the earth to take the life for it and give it life force because it doesn't have authority contractually on the planet that we are given here. 
because the whole story of Christ is that he died on the cross to give us back the keys to ascension and give us back the authority that we have here. And that he was a sacrifice to an alien God to shut him up and to seal that deal, not to his father to forgive our sins, but actually to do the deal and stop that contract of our makers over us. That's where the true upgrade in the DNA comes. That's where the true gnosis comes from. It's not in the little prayer at the altar. It's in the actual gnosis and the alchemy of understanding who the Jesus character is, who the Christ energy is, what the sacrifice is, why the little G gods needed blood sacrifice. Because that doesn't come from the Father. That comes from the Archons, the Fallen, the real fallen. Now you've got some of the archons, some of the little G gods that call the light workers the fallen, because it depends on what side of the equation you're on, right? The bad guy always thinks that the good guy is the evil one. The good guy always thinks that the bad guy is the evil one. How do you know? Jesus said, look at the fruit, look at the root. A good seed cannot bear bad fruit. If you have love and joy and peace and forgiveness in your life, then you got a good seed. If you got nothing but fear and anger and doubt and hatred towards other and judgment and dogma, you probably don't have a good seed. In fact, you might have an alien seed. And there's good aliens too. We'll talk about them tomorrow. So thank you. Christ wouldn't sacrifice himself to himself. Exactly, Jason. Exactly. Um, again, the story, you know, the King James Version has screwed everything up. So go read, um, go read like the Greek, go read, you know, the original translations if you can. Um, go read the other mythologies around it. Confuse yourself long enough to open up and then try to get back into some sort of alignment. This is taking me several years, by the way. 2020 was the first year I said, I don't need to be right. I just want to be real. And I want to step into my life's work. And I don't care if the truth is in this one tradition or that one. Or if I have to look everywhere. By the way, I've found truth everywhere. Everywhere. And it all fits together. It really does. If you have a big enough heart and a big enough mind to open up to it. The only way we can have that is not in our biological body. It's in the spirit within us. The soul within us. Which literally is a part of God. So much a part of God that we are in him and he is in us. Remember where that came from. So I love you guys. I've got to run. I'm going to go get my hair whacked off. Get all this energy out of me. Start fresh. Come back tomorrow. I'm going to look more like Buddha. I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful, beautiful day. Please consider joining the Cub Cooker Supernatural Patron Tribe. 19 bucks a month supports what I'm doing directly. You get access to me and the whole community on a regular basis. We have a community hub off of social media. I've never had to give anyone their money back, but if you don't like it for some reason, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. You get live calls every Saturday with me and the community. We literally Zoom with each other for an hour. If you can't make them, they're recorded and posted in the group. We also have a private Facebook group. I just posted a whole Anunnaki family tree in there the other day so you guys can understand all of that. I do a lot of show notes, a lot of behind the scenes, much deeper into what we're learning here. I don't claim to know it all or be right, but I promise you I'll keep bringing you interesting data. I'll keep bringing you more of my heart, and I will be there to encourage you. If you're interested in that, www.cubkuker.com. You can click on my profile picture, link in bio, the description, wherever you're at or listening. Thank you guys on Apple, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. God bless you all. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me today and letting me pour out this heartfelt message. I needed it today, and I know you guys did too. I love you so much. Thank you for